Welcome to episode 11 of the Hike or Die Outdoor Adventure Podcast. I'm here with my good friend Craig, as always. G'day. We have an absolutely fantastic episode ahead of us. We've just gotten off a Skype call to a special guest all the way from Sweden, and his name is Thomas Evung. Craig, how's your Swedish, by the way, after that conversation? Not as good as yours, buddy. Okay, well... um. Spiela Songen Tak. Let's um, play the music, please. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Guys, it's the first one for the new year. Happy New Year and all that. Craig, how you doing? Yeah, Happy New Year, Tom. I'm doing great. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm just really stoked that we're hitting it early this year, mate. And uh, we had a bit of a goal last year of doing um, 12 podcasts in the year, but we started really late and we managed 10, which I'm extremely Mm. proud of. Yeah, it was good. But uh, we've already got one down and it's still January, so... Awesome. So thank you so much to our continued sponsors, Caribbee.com, makers of fantastic packs and other uh, outdoor gear. Rios Gear, suppliers of uh, polarized floating sunglasses. Topo Maps Plus, uh, an app that you can uh, keep an eye on yourself. That doesn't really make sense, does it? Yeah, it does. Okay, good. You can see where you are on the map and it's fantastic. You can track everything, and they just keep adding new features. Last but not least, Bluey Merino, suppliers of our Merino base layers and other sorts of layers. So thanks so much to all of them for their support through 2018, and long may we uh, look forward to their support this year. Craig, what's new, mate? Talk to me. Oh, what's new? Mate, I think we've all been living the dream here in Australia this summer. Oh, yeah, we have. Great weather. Yeah, we've had... um, It's been hot. We've we've obviously had our festive season here and and time off work, hopefully, for most of us. So, yeah, it's been good, hasn't it? Yeah, mate, I've been getting out as much as I can, putting the boots on now and then and um, getting out with the family a bit. Anything interesting I should know about? No, I climbed up uh, Gun Gun with... Oh, I spoke to you that morning, didn't I? Or was it the day yes. before? That morning. Yeah, that was great fun. Yeah, cool. He's um, I didn't need to carry him at all this time. <laughs> That's a bonus. That's <laughs> the best kind of hiking. You don't have to carry your kids. Yeah, mate. And um, yeah, I think I've um, just been focusing on getting a little bit healthier. Oh, good stuff. A bit happier. And I've been um, eating like a caveman lately. <laughs> that's not a bad thing trying to trying to be careful what i'm eating which is awesome so i start Drag, dragging um <laughs> live elk into the backyard <laughs> over your shoulder sort of sort of gutting it in the garage sort of yeah uh yeah keeping an eye on that so yeah feeling good this year oh very good managed to get away myself it was a little bit of an unexpected um, getaway. We certainly didn't have a solid plan, but uh, a, a very good and kind friend of mine was uh, overseas in the US, and he 
uh, kindly left his keys to his cabin mm. uh, for me. So he took the family down there and stayed down there for about four days. It's out in the middle of nowhere. It's um, smack bang on the edge of 6,000 acres of uh, rugged mountains and bushland and rivers and all sorts of stuff. Uh, very first afternoon, we went for a wander and saw an echidna. Um, it was just gorgeous, which reminds me, um, I really need to put that on Instagram. Haven't you put that up yet? No, no, no. It's just on my phone. Um, I took a video and a photo, but he's a cracker. Absolutely beautiful little guy. I'll put, I'll pop that up. That's a great, um, video. And then the following day we woke up and there are a couple of, uh, deer, um, just sitting down in the valley. And they sat there the whole day just chewing on this lush grass. And so the boys were stoked to see their first deer. Mm. Um, then we went for another wander and we literally walked into a mob of about 15 wild goats. So they were just thrilled. And uh, it was just good. Lots of wildlife. and That place sounds so good, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a top spot. I really enjoy it down there. And uh, the sunsets are some of the best I've ever seen. Very, very relaxing. Mm. I have continued on my running journey. Um, oh, yeah? How are you going? Good, yeah. So I'm over 10Ks now. True. Yeah, yeah, which is six miles. Um, yeah, I'm sort of up around 11 and a half. And... Um, I just want to keep going. It's funny... Craig, just before the show, he, he was very kindly giving me a gift of a compression bandage or a pressure bandage that you use for um, snake bites. Yeah. And when he gave it to me, I said, that's really useful because there's a um, half marathon coming up. It's a trail run. And one of the mandatory um, things that you need to carry is a pressure bandage. For is snakes. that right? Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to get one of them. I don't know All right. how to get one or where to get one. And then Craig has provided me Jeez. with the protection I need. That, that's if I enter. I mean, really? that's a big step, right? I've hmm. got to add another 10Ks to my game. They must reckon there's a pretty, you know, there's a chance you can get bitten, eh? Oh, look, I think they just... They make you carry all these things they, so they can tick off and say, well, yeah, I told him he should have carried a water bottle. <laughs> told you so. And he didn't. All right. Uh, so that's something interesting I'm, I'm considering, seeing how I go. Uh, oh, I've got something exciting that we have discussed. Uh, the film that I... The documentary that I filmed in Tasmania, in Australia, mm. mm -hmm. uh, I got contacted by the, let me get this correct, the Cradle Mountain Film Festival, and they're going to be playing a cut-down version of that at their film festival at the end of March. So I hope there's a big chance of you and I getting down there. Nice work, mate. Anyway, that's great. Yeah, thanks. I really appreciate that. It's actually um, you, we haven't been on here since the last time we were getting prepped to yeah, go that's right. and it was, screen it. Yeah, that's correct. Um, and it, it was, was just before that. Yep, it was a couple of days before. I think we did the last podcast of the year. 
which was my first time seeing it in full, and I loved it, man. It was great. Yeah, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that too. A lot of your hard work was in that, in the audio and everything, but it was it was good to, to see it on the big screen and have um, so many people come out and support it. And uh, obviously, uh, soon after that, we've... Um, we're on to our next gig, so they've, um, yeah, they want to screen it down there, which is a really interesting concept because you actually hike along the first part of the Overland track and then they have, um, I think they have yurts or something and also they use one of the huts to um, play the films just kind of in the middle of the wilderness. Mm. And so you can spend the day hiking around these huts and watching adventure films and stuff like that. Um, what's going to be really cool is there's a particular shot in the film of uh, a place called Kitchen Hut, which is this old wooden hut. And uh, they're actually going to play the film in that hut. Mm. So if you're sitting in there, you'll see a shot of that, which um, I think is pretty cool. That's awesome. Pretty authentic. Uh, it's right at the base of Cradle Mountain, which is spectacular. So that's something pretty exciting. For sure. I mean, yeah, I, I still kind of haven't. That hasn't really sunk in, but I'm certainly looking forward to it. Yeah, no, mate, I'm making some holidays for that. That'll be great. <laughs> Perfect. Let's go. Yeah, you're going to need them. Yeah. Hey, uh, sorry to put a downer on this podcast, but have you heard about the um, national parks shut down in the US again? Because of the administration shutdown, because of the government. I believe shutdown. so. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't fully understand, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely related to that. So it's not they're not necessarily targeting the shutdown of national parks, but it's a how would you say a um, a symptom of what they've done? Yeah, because people are going in and being idiots, right? Uh, well, they are now because yeah. there's nobody to police. That's it. right, and uh, it's. Um, it's disturbing on a lot of levels. It happened only a, a couple of days before Christmas, I think, uh, from memory. So all these holiday makers, tourists, people from all over the world have, have um, you know, travelled to these national parks or getting ready to travel there and then they've, um, they've been shut down because they've got no staff to run them or they've been left open but all the facilities are... Um, just not being tended to, so bins yeah. are overflowing. And yeah. I mean, there's so many levels of stupidity in that. I think um, um, n number one is just the environment itself is just having rubbish and everything blow around. But also in a very short amount of time, things like bears, and I was reading an article on it today, things like bears are discovering the trash cans in major national parks very, very quickly and very, very quickly establishing that that's a source of food. And it doesn't matter if you go in there next week and clean that up. That's it, man. Like You've created a problem. They know that's where they get food. And those are going to be problem bears. And then they're going to have to be dealt with. And it's not the bear's mm. fault. Mm. Uh, it's just disturbing. People have been going into Joshua Tree National Park and chopping down trees. Like what? Yeah, are heard. they mental? Adam Greentree talking about that this week. Yeah, yeah, I heard him talking about that as well, coincidentally, um, on the Joe Rogan podcast. But I, I looked that up as well and, and checked it out a bit more just to get a bit more of the facts. And it 
it seems like, uh, again, it's just stupidity, but as soon as the ranges aren't there, people are just going crazy. They're doing illegal sort of four by fouring, so forward driving down places they shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, they're just kind of using the opportunity to, um, you know, flick cigarette butts everywhere, throw trash everywhere. And it's, like we all do when the bo- boss is away, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what it demonstrated to me was that how badly they function without the authority. Like it's disgraceful. Falls apart, eh? It's disgusting. You think that uh, without the authority you'd still be able to maintain some decorum and mm. and have a little bit of respect for each other. There was a, um, a, a reporter that... Um, uh, a writer, rather, who went in and took some, some, um, some photos and stuff, and and wrote a story about what what she experienced uh, at one particular place, and it was comforting to know that um, I think it was Yosemite, but I think it was Yosemite. Um, I just don't have the article in front of me, but she said that there was because there's actually business owners there. Uh, in the park as well, they've actually kind of got together and they've been going out and cleaning up the park and they're keeping their businesses open so you can go to the bakery and get stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just the national park stuff that aren't there. Mm. And then people uh, from local areas are rallying around, driving in big trailers, collecting trash and driving it out. That's a good news story, you know. The, the rubbish shouldn't be there in the first place, but the fact that people are... Um, going in there off their own accord and fixing it, that's good to hear. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you should well, take note of that. Thanks for that downer anyway, Tom. Yeah, it's have you got right. any good Mate, news? I'm always here for downers. Give Don't us some, you worry. Give us some good news, please. Good news. Oh, I'm going to cut straight to um, a couple of shout-outs. I was going to do it a bit different this week. Well, I am going to do it different. And the uh, platform in which we host our um, podcast is called Podbean. Mm-hmm. That's a free shout out to them. Hey, how good are we? <laughs> but the reason I mention that is because we've got actually direct followers on Podbean as well as Spotify and iTunes okay. and YouTube. But yeah, we actually have Podbean followers as well. So I was just going to um, flick out a few shout outs because I know they're listening because they've actually um, subscribed to us, which is awesome. It makes a lot of difference. So Jason Pritchard 67, that's your username. Thanks fella. Really appreciate you listening. Jodes, I know we've now confirmed that that's a, um, that is his, uh, mm. nickname. Yeah. Good Jody. guy. Very yeah. supportive. Thanks buddy. Uh, and here's another one. Merck 1897. And why not one more? Squiggle 81 with a cute little avatar with a little teeny baby. Isn't that nice? (laughs) Thank you guys for uh, following us, subscribing, listening, and continuing to support us. It means the world to us and uh, it keeps us um, popping up for a brand new year. How's that for um, getting rid of the downer, mate? It's nice, mate. It's like a bit of feel-good stuff. Eh? <laughs> it's a feel-good story <laughs> for the listeners. Yeah. Um, it's time for Books with Tom. <laughs> Books, with, Books with Tom. <laughs>
I haven't stopped, mate. I haven't stopped. Haven't you? No, no, I haven't stopped. I <laughs> picked up this book for $3 from um, a secondhand store. And it was um, called Walking the Amazon by Ed Stafford. Are you familiar with Ed Stafford? I think you are, but you probably don't know his name. Um, no, I live close to Stafford. Oh, yeah. No, it's not, it's not Ed, Ed from Stafford. Stafford. Ed from Stafford. Ed Stafford used to have a show called um, Naked and Marooned. He oh, would get okay. off a boat on a tropical island or something, take off all of his clothes, not take a knife or a cup or anything yep. and walk onto the island and they'd leave him for a month or whatever. And it was always just him, wasn't it? Always just him and a yep. camera. That was a cool show. Exactly. So I didn't know which came <laughs> first, the chicken or the egg, but um, it, it now it makes more sense to me now that I think that um, those shows came after he walked the entire length of the wow. Amazon River. Okay. Uh, from source to sea. This book's about that. And, oh, it's got some heavy stuff in there. They get, there's drug runners, they run-ins with drug runners. There's um, Indian, you know, Amazon, I think they call them Amerindian mm. tribes that have them at arrow and spear point and um, are literally doing that. You know that uh, sign, I'll try and explain it on air. Here are uh, where you kind of like drag your finger across your throat like you're going to yeah. kill someone. Well, he'd walk into villages and it's all the They're doing <laughs> that. old women and everything are just doing that to his face. Just, oh, it's full on. It, it, it took him um, oh, 600 and something days. It took, it took him. It, oh, it's really? just a mega. You know, we, we've climbed under and over a few trees and had to make our own trails and then I read this book and I feel significantly inadequate. He's he's talking about parts of the Amazon where in, in the times where it was flooding and they couldn't find a way around or it was too far. Like it might take 25 kilometers to get out of the flood zone, which is just too long. Mm. So they'd push through it and hope for higher ground. And at some points they're up to their chest or their neck in black water holding their packs up or they'd have dry bags and just going by feel and there's massive thorns like there's photos of thorns about three four inches long that they were just just all over every single tree and vines so imagine hiking through absolutely hectic rainforest and then doing it where you can't see as well. It'd be like doing it at night. It's, anyway, it was that, not, not a bad read. Not a bad read. Yeah. Uh, pretty cool adventure. Yeah, sort of those adventures that, yeah, we could go on, right? No, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. maybe. He said every single person that he met either laughed at him and said it couldn't be done or said you're going to yeah. die. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, neither of those things happened. No, that's cool. Uh, quite some time ago, when I say quite some time, a couple of podcasts ago, I was talking about a book, another book I picked up um, called Wolf Brother. 
by mm-hmm. Michelle Paver. Uh, again, if you're a new listener or an old listener, jump on to com, go to the podcast page, and when you click on the episode that you're interested in, uh, it'll have all of the podcast show notes. So anything I'm talking about here, any articles or books or anything like that, I'll actually link... Um, I'll put the links on there and you can go and check them out for yourself. Mm. Anyway, I read um, the second book in the series called Spirit Walker. And just a recap for anyone who didn't catch that. uh, This lady has so heavily researched um, indigenous uh, European tribes that she's then written these books back in those times. So pre-agricultural times. And the same characters from the first book flow into the second book. And they actually, uh, in this particular book, the settings somewhere around um, Norway, Sweden and Norway. And well, what's really cool is I, after I read the book, I read the, the bit at the back and she actually traveled to these countries. For example, she talks about this main character swims with um, killer whales in the book. Mm-hmm. And in the, uh, she actually went there and swam with killer whales just to kind of like know what it felt and like in the fear and like hearing them calling underwater and all those sorts of things just so that she could write an authentic book. And I just thought it was fantastic. She went and with these um, indigenous tribes and who are still kind of practicing their original methods today and ate all the sorts of foods like seaweeds and seal and whale meat and everything again so that she could kind of describe it accurately in the book it's almost like a method actor it's almost like matt damon learning karate before he does the born legacy isn't it (laughs) that's immersion i like it i just think it's fantastic she's not writing a book about stuff she doesn't know about awesome um Quickly, the last one I read uh, was um, Hatchet by Gary Paulson. A lot of people are familiar with this book, but uh, I only learned about it last year. It's a story of a, of a young boy, I think early teens, who is traveling uh, in a light aircraft um, over the Alaskan wilderness. And, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not really giving anything away, but the, the, plane, the plane crashes and then he has to... Um, fend for himself and basically the only thing that he had on him at the time was a, a little hatchet that um, his mum gave to him as a gift and so it, it's just great it's just it's just it's just this real survival book um, I actually bought it for my boys to read but um, of course I had to check that the content was appropriate first mm-hmm. so I read it mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's again it's another fantastic book it's just a real wilderness book and his encounters with wildlife and the struggles that he deals with. What mm. did you think about that, mate? You like that? I like that. You just reminded me. I'll just step back a step. Sure, sure. I read a book. <laughs> Holy what the... <laughs> is this a New Year's resolution? No, no. When did... Oh, hang on. You meant no, no. 10 years ago. Yeah, look, this was, this was a long time. Okay, so you didn't read a book between the podcast and now. I had to quickly now. look it up. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, yeah, Three Men in a Raft. Have you read it? It's the Improbable Journey Down the Amazon. So they 
um, three. Is guys. it a true story? Yeah. Oh, okay. One one of them's an Aussie guy. Too. <laughs> so and so they did the journey you're talking about. But I don't. I remember reading the book and they had to dodge a few sections. Yeah. That probably um, old mate went through. Yeah, because he didn't dodge anything, yeah. and uh, he actually speaks about um, somebody previous to him paddled the entire Amazon, but he just wanted to do it on foot. Now he did take uh, those inflatable rafts, but they only used them for crossing, and to the point where he was so strict that he would set a waypoint on his GPS because some of the rivers are really wide and they've mm. got currents, he'd set a waypoint on his GPS. And if he'd set across this river and if it takes him a half a kilometre or a kilometre downstream, he'll get on the bank, pack up the raft, walk back that kilometre mm. to where the GPS point was exactly across the river and then start walking again. Right. Just so that he never actually used the water to yeah. propel him down the river. I see. Because he was hardcore. Dead against that. He thought it was cheating. Yeah, right. Yeah. Very good. Very like the mental fortitude he had was beyond anything I think I could wrangle. Yeah, I reckon. Now, all that talk of Norway and Sweden, mate. Let's do it. Dove's tails perfectly into the guest that we uh, had on the Skype call tonight. What I was going to do is read. He's actually an ambassador for a um, an axe and a knife, uh, Norwegian axe and knife company. And when I read um, the little spiel about um, you know what he does and everything about him, I thought, wow, that sounds really interesting. And then you know we follow this guy on Instagram and have done for a while, and that's how this podcast came to be. But now after doing this interview with him and going back to it now, he is everything that this little spiel says. So I'm going to quickly read it to you and then I'm going to uh, stop delaying this and let you guys get straight into it. This says, uh, Thomas is an active outdoor enthusiast from Sweden who appreciates all the moments in nature, big and small. Thomas thrives in both mountain land, forest, and all the climates we know out in the world. He likes to tell stories through pictures, and he's inspired by the traditional stories that have created everything around us. Uh, He loves to bring his little family out for a walk in the woods and lights fires uh, (laughs) to um, let him experiment with cooking. Um, The reason this is a little bit disjointed is this. I've used Google Translate to translate this Norwegian site. Oh, true. uh, Pardon those few errors. Uh, Thomas is a wandering man in the forest, and we are happy to see that he also thrives well in Norwegian nature and land. He's an absolute legend, top bloke. I had so much fun talking with him. Yeah. So, Craig, unless you've got anything to add, I think we should... um, just hop straight to it. Yeah, let's get into it. Hello in the forest. Oh, calling from the forest, mate. Yes. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. That's fantastic. I'm, uh, the campfire is ready and the coffee is ready and the sun is shining. Mate, I wish I was there instead of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
G'day, hey. Thomas. Welcome aboard, mate. Good to hear you on the phone. Thank you for coming in and chatting to us today. Yeah, yes, a pleasure. Hey, I wrote down some uh, Swedish to test on you. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Stop laughing, Craig. <laughs> um, now, this is going to be bad. Your height, Tom. Trevligt att träffas. Hur mår du? Trevligt att träffas. Jag, jag mår bra. Ah. That, and now I'm lost. That's very good. <laughs> You're very good at this. Oh, you said I'm well. You said I'm well. Yeah, that, that's, that sounds like, uh, like uh, Swedish. Yeah, oh, thank you very much. <laughs> good worked. stuff. Hey, um, Thomas, how do you pronounce your last name? Evung. Uh, Evung. Okay. Evung. Yes. Awesome. It's a quite. A, uh, it's not so common in Sweden. Oh, is that right? Special. Ah, oh, very yes. cool. Awesome. Tell us about where you're sitting right now, Thomas. Uh, right now, I'm sitting in the, in the in the woods in my local woods, uh, just oh, maybe five minutes from my uh, front door at home. I live in a small village called Mulusha. Oh, and, awesome! Uh, and the nickname for for uh, for the village is is uh, Outdoor Kingdom. So, oh, that sounds good. Can, can't be better. No, that sounds like a good place to be. Yeah, yeah, it's a small village uh, surrounded by forest. So, wow, well, we've uh, fallen in love with your photos on Instagram, mate, and. If uh, if if that's where a lot of the photos come from, it's it's pretty much heaven there, right? Yeah, yeah. Almost every photo is from from uh, my village surroundings. Uh, it's just the photos from uh, up north that's yeah. uh, different. Incredible. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful place, and uh, something that Craig and I have discussed. Uh, or a couple of times actually, especially since I I mentioned your name and uh, we started talking about getting you on as a guest was the how impressed we were with the the storytelling aspect of your photographs. Is there something that you um, specifically set out to do each time you you take the camera into the woods? Yeah, I try I try to to tell. Um, uh, Tell some kind of story. Some sometimes I, I uh, just uh, I don't know what you call it in in, uh, in English, but uh, I, I take some some quotes. No, oh, okay. For, for Philip, but uh, but I, I try to tell some some story. I, I want to uh, to motivate and, and uh, influence people to to go out in the in the wilderness <laughs> or nature. Yeah, they always start you start you off thinking. They always get you interested in the picture, not just um, something to flick past. I like it. Thank you. Yes, yeah. nice to get good feedback. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an absolute pleasure following your Instagram account and seeing those pop up uh, very regularly. Some of um, well, mostly my favourites are the. The fire, it's always the fire and the cooking and, of course, the coffee. Those ones are always my favorites. Yeah. 
it's it's always fire and it's always coffee. Otherwise, I don't go out. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd get along just fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I, I, I do some cooking or, or uh, some bushcrafting, but uh, not without the, the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> coffee first, bushcraft second. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, coffee first and and, uh, and uh, coffee last, the last thing before I go home. Awesome. Hey, that uh, mentioning bushcraft is, uh, it brings me to a, a conversation that we had on Instagram when we were first talking yes. where I said uh, something like, um, I find your you bushcraft really interesting and you were pretty quick to say, well, you, you don't actually consider it um, bushcraft or you weren't a bushcraft practitioner uh yes that's right i i'm i'm not i don't know what what to say but i i'm not a big fan of bushcrafting in 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 my own uh, outdoor life right uh, but i think bushcraft is uh, an important thing to to learn yeah and, and to know yeah it's it's funny because I think also the word bushcraft uh, across different countries across the world perhaps has different uh, meanings because uh, I was a little bit shocked by that comment because I remember thinking, wow, uh, in a sense I almost disagree because I think that even just building a good fire uh, people like yourself and us, we take that for granted. But do you know how many people there are out there that can't start a fire? Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think, in a sense, that's that would be considered basic bushcraft for sure. Yeah. If you if you can do a, a, a simple campfire, it's a it's a kind of bushcraft. And but as I say, mo many people, most people in it, in Sweden, does does know how to to start a fire. Yeah, yeah, it's, and and I guess that's because it's freezing cold. You guys are in the dead in the middle of winter, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, today. It's uh, minus six degrees, but the sun is shining, and the snow is on the ground. So, oh, perfect. It's, yeah. it's not that it's not that uh, cold today. Okay, <laughs> but we are we are mid, middle in. It's supposed to be be colder today but uh, the winter is uh, it's quite a it's a rainy winter this year mm, right right um the i've noticed recently actually very recently that you've started taking the hammock out mm. is that uh, something yes. new to you uh, i tried i tried the hammock a couple of years ago uh, but I didn't, uh, I, I didn't feel uh, such a comfort in in, uh, in the hammock then. Yeah. So, uh, but this this year I um, was sponsored by uh, Amazonas uh, hammocks, and I uh, decided to give it a, a, a try again. And uh, actually, I. I uh, I find I find uh, found a way to to actually like the hammock living. Oh, that's good. Uh, oh, that yeah, looks... but but I I only tested it uh, maybe this year uh, five times. Or something, yeah. But I, I uh, 
it's getting better and better for every time. Mm, that looks really good, mate. How how do you keep warm in, in the in the weather out there with the, with that hammock? Because I've had quite a few cold nights in a hammock. Yeah, it can be cold, and, and that's one of the problem. I'm I'm always sleeping on my back, so so uh, I, I'm. Um, mm. uh, but but this this last time uh, last week I was out. I, I uh, take uh, what do you say in English? Um, is it like a the word is disappeared? A blanket or a, yeah, yeah, a mat? No, no, uh, no, a mat. A, a mat. Insulated, uh, yeah, insulation uh, mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I, I was trying to to have a, a double layer. And, oh, uh, right. It was quite quite okay, but uh, the cold from the ground uh, was a little bit hard anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'd recommend a, a quilt for outside of it as well in some, you know, snowy conditions. But that looks looks like you're having some fun anyway. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I need, I need a quilt. I think now when when the when winter is is uh, coming here now, it's uh, I need a quilt or, or something else to mm. to that, make it comfort. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's understandable. Even here, where um, even in just normal warm weather, I tend to lose a lot of body temperature through my back. I I never I tried sleeping once without an insulation mat and. Uh, I'd okay. never never do that again. It doesn't work for me. Oh, I I need a, I need a, the mat just to 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 lay comfortably, but uh, uh, without a mat, uh, should be too cold too. Even even in in summer times, I think. Oh, okay. What sort of uh, temperatures do you get there in summer? Uh, this summer was uh, uh, extremely high temperature for for being in Sweden, so we have uh, almost uh, thirty degrees oh, this okay. summer. Uh, mm. We are probably with big fires and stuff like that, but but right. normally maybe twenty twenty degrees uh, for for a couple of weeks. It's not long time. Oh, I see. So it doesn't last that long. Not long. Maybe four. Four weeks in the summer, it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, go to. That's it's, crazy. Uh, T-shirt weather. We hit uh, we hit twenty degrees in winter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we live in a state that doesn't snow, so yeah, we don't get that. It's it's pretty tropical. Are you don't have any snow at all? No, not here. Not here. You have to travel for um, or you'd have to travel three hours on a plane to get. To a part of Australia where you'll start to get snow, but only in winter. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Now here, here in, in Sweden, it's, uh, it's it's more snow. It's more winter than yeah. than summer. Yeah. Awesome. But I like it. I like it. <laughs> That's lucky. That's lucky. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Thomas, is there a was there a definitive point where this all of this kind of outdoor adventure stuff started for you or was it a gradual introduction or was it something that was led by your parents or how, how did it all come about from nothing to this amazing Instagram page? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say it started with, with my parents. They, they always 
took me and my my uh, my pals or brothers uh, out in the in the week uh, weekends to the forest for for camping or fishing or, or uh, there was no computers or, or mobile phones in that time so hmm. so uh, we we just uh, accept that and and, uh, uh, and that's uh, why I started to like uh, being out in nature. Uh, hmm. So, so my, my my parents is is the is the beginning, I would say. But then I I have a, a, a time in in uh, my uh, teenager uh, life when when uh, girls at and uh, parties was more fun than being out or so. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. make that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but then when I oh, maybe after after high school and, and uh, stuff like that, and and uh, I was going back to the, to uh, to being out in nature uh, in in my own own way, hmm. uh, and uh, and then since then it's. Just been more and more and more, and and uh, starting to 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 realize that that nature is is something I need in in a almost everyday basis. Mm. So, uh, but but uh, uh, with a, with the fo- uh, photographing and, uh, and Instagram is is just a couple of years old. Yeah, uh, I, I was feeling when when I. And I was sitting in it with uh, with my coffee in, in, with a campfire. And, uh, I have to do something else, and and then uh, <laughs> uh, I start, start to 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 use the camera. I, I had a camera, but I never used it. But I start to use it, and, and uh, I actually learned it. It was quite a funny to to take pictures and and uh, show other people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're doing a, a great job of you know selling a, an awesome lifestyle to people and. You know, you look really at home at the woods. I think it's, um, yeah. But is there like, is there a guy here who goes to work as well, or do you do you have where do you work, and do you have to like put on a tie some of the time, you know, or are you? Oh no, no. Tie, tie. I only have on the funerals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I work in full time, so uh, yeah. Uh, but but I have I, I work as a, uh, I don't know if you call it in loss prevention officer. Right. I, I work as a under, un, undercover security. Okay. In, in uh, retail stores. Yes. So right. I I work uh, quite a, a, a long days, twelve hours days. So I have uh, I work for two or three days, and then I have a couple of days off mm. in the middle of the week. So so I have. Um, I have the opportunity to to be out mm. uh, at least three or four times uh, every week. Yeah, uh, that's in, fantastic. In a, in a long, longer way, uh, for for a day or two, I can be out. That sounds awesome. Well done. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a quite a privilege to to. It's hard to work that's the long days, but then I get the time off and I have time to be out. So that's. Mm. Yeah, uh, that sounds like a good good balance in nice. the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. And and uh, and, uh, and being out is, I, uh, I used to say that 
my my brain is is the battery and the nature is my power bank so <laughs> that's a good one i'll remember that i like it hey thomas what what's a um typical day for you while you're out in the woods uh, a typical day in the week i uh, I, I like uh, um, the the bushcraft thing that we talked about earlier i uh, I, I like it to do do things simple for most time. I just uh, go out, take my my uh, coffee pot and my my uh, coffee, and uh, I go out, find a good place, and I uh, maybe ten min- minutes from home or two hours from home, and I when I find a good spot, I I, I start a fire. I sit down and drink my coffee and, and uh, from there I decide what to do <laughs> when I have mm. uh, and, and there's a lot of that sometimes sorry yeah. I didn't mean to cut Go you on. off there there's a lot oh, of yeah, that there's okay. a lot of that when uh, solo is that a lot of that by yourself uh, m- most of the time I am by myself because my, my fiance have the same interest uh, she she is a uh, outdoor yeah person, we've uh, noticed that it's definitely an, another question on my list for later for sure <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. but, but for most time I, I'm I'm out uh, by myself because uh, she is working uh, in in the week so right. so I, uh, I I have the time off uh, from the family too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but in, in the in the weekends, uh, we we do it together. Great. Uh, most of we go out uh, cooking with with uh, with the kids, uh, and then uh, such uh, oh, things. Awesome. Fishing sometimes or canoeing. Or That's great. But in the in the, uh, I will say. Uh, Nine out of ten times, I'm uh, I'm by myself. Right. I always like to ask people who spend a lot of time by themselves because something that Craig and I have have tested over the years. Uh, was that something that you you gradually got into as well, or was it was it just a really natural process for you to just be alone? No, I I, I always like to be. By myself. When I was young, it was natural to, to be with with friends or, or uh, when you're mm. uh, doing stuff like fishing or, or something. But uh, or, uh, as long as I can remember like that, I always like to be uh, by myself because, like I said, uh, the nature is, is a kind of power bank for me. So I. I uh, uh, when I when I sit on the, with a campfire and and or other things, I I like to think a lot. Yep. Uh, let let the brain work in in, in a quiet place. So so uh, I I like the the to be alone. I always liked it. I think that yeah. makes. I, I have to have I have to think right now because I. I, I not remember how long I've been by myself out. Oh, that makes absolute yeah. sense to us, uh, mate. We, um, you know, did a few solo adventures and 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 found it was something you had to sort of develop and and get that 
sort of centered, you know, so you can be alone for for those 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 days. But obviously, you're very comfortable with it, which um, you get a lot from that. Of course, you do. Yeah, yeah, I'm comfortable, but at the same time, I I love to be be out with with my fiance or, or have company when, when I do things. Yeah, uh, but in my everyday outdoor life, I. I I like the quiet, and I like just to be sitting there in my own uh, bubble. Yeah. Hey, look, I love to check what sort of dangers uh, you face in the wild out there and um, sort of touch on whether you've got bears or snakes, crocodiles. No, not crocodiles. Uh, in, in Sweden, yeah. only my, my own knife is, is the danger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> Uh, we we have uh, uh, we don't have uh, any dangerous animals or or uh, we have wolves and, and uh, no uh, bears not bears as I always say but <laughs> bears we have um, and lynx and uh, wolverine and, and stuff like but no no of no of that animal is is uh, dangerous to to uh, to the humankind in Sweden. Yeah, that's good. So you don't get any trouble from the wolverines? I, I thought wolverines could get a little bit agitated sometimes. Well, no, you you never get uh, that close to a wolverine. Here in southern Sweden, where I live, uh, we don't have wolverines. Uh, they are up north. Oh, I see. In the mountains. I see. Uh, also, the the bears. Uh, we have wolves and lynx in in my area. Uh, but uh, they, you never you just see the tracks of them. You, ne- you never you never see them. Uh, I, I go every every year for for ten years back now. I I, uh, I always travel to 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 the northern mountains to to watch be- uh, bears, not bears again, bears. I drink beer and watch. <laughs> yeah, bears. Gonna, yeah, it's a perfect combination. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple, of, couple of friends that uh, they're going to uh, to a cabin in the mountains and uh, for a week. And, and uh, as you say, in the evenings we we cooking some food on the on the fire and, and drinking some beers. And in the daytime we we hiking in the mountains and, and watching the bears. That sounds like so, the best uh, holiday ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's uh, the best place. Uh, it's my favorite place to be uh, every year. Uh, is that, but, uh, uh, is that Sweden, black bears? We only have no brown. Brown. brown bears. Okay, right. And and uh, in Sweden, I don't know uh, how it's in the other countries, but in Sweden, they are not aggressive. Right. Uh, in in that in that matter, they uh, every year uh, some people dies. In, in bear attacks, but it's uh, uh, always uh, hunters. The slow people. Uh, hunters. <laughs> uh, hunters with, with, with dogs. Uh, right, the, so they, they stir them up and they attract their attention and get them quite angry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Otherwise, it's, uh, we, don't, we have one po- uh, poison uh, snake, uh, in Sweden, and it's not that uh, not that poisoned as the snakes you have in your area. <laughs> nice. you, yeah, we, we. If you get bitten by that snake, it's uh, 
you, you will survive if you go to 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 hospital in, in a couple of hours. So right, that's good. I'm feeling pretty good about visiting then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds yeah, more, the, more relaxing. You, you don't have to be afraid in the Swedish woods or mountains. Uh, it's just uh, yourself and your and your your mates you have with you. You have to uh, be careful of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually the mates. Does, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all worth the mates. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever hear the wolves howling around you when, either during the day or in the evenings or anything like that? Yeah, I, I have. Uh, I have heard the wolves a couple of times, but in in, in Sweden uh, right now and in in this Scandinavia, overall, is is uh, is quite a, a war against. Uh, between uh, people that want to to uh, kill the wolves and people that want to have the wolves. Yeah. So, right right now they are are uh, not many wolves in in Sweden because they are shooting it off every year. So. Oh really? Look, uh, I yeah, understand. I yeah, look, I understand conservation reasons. Uh, I understand culling and and stuff like that but i um hopefully there's some sensible management there and some some kind of theory behind uh how many they're culling yeah yeah it's uh it's a this war uh, if you can call it a war but it's a, been in a couple of years now so uh, in sweden we maybe have right now 250 uh, wolves. Oh, wow. That, that so, doesn't sound like many for well, such a big area. No, no, that, that's not uh, many for, for that big area. And, and, uh, and the problem is that uh, mostly the wolves is uh, up north too, uh, in, or in the middle of Sweden somewhere. And, and we have, uh, we have our, our native people in Sweden, uh, I don't know if you know them, the Sami people. I've heard of them. I was um, uh, actually reading a book this week where the uh, author was talking about research that she did with Sami people. Yeah, uh, and and the Sami people is is uh, they, they rule the the north. You can say so. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Sami people. They, if someone can do bushcraft, is is the <laughs> Is them, but but they have they have the reindeers. Yes, uh, that's uh, why it's uh, it's the work you can say so. Okay, and and they don't want, they don't want predators at all in, in the area, and, and their area is almost uh, whole Sweden. So right, it's just uh, down here in in the south there there's no Sami. Uh, reservoirs or, or so. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so it's uh, every time a wolf or or, or a lynx or or wolverine is uh, is appearing, appearing is uh, is uh, they hunting it down. So. Right. Mm. Do you have any any opinions on that, Thomas? I mean, I, I don't mean to get into a, <laughs> any sort of no, a, any I, sort of a political <laughs> conversation, but um, 
I'm just wondering, uh, what, do you have any personal opinions? Yeah, I don't think it's political. I, I, I think it's uh, it's a, a nature uh, question. So uh, I, I think we, we should have uh, uh, all of our natural predators in Sweden. So uh, then you can always can discuss how how many and, and yeah. uh, things like that. But uh, yeah, mate, I'm with the, you. The I'm, I'm with you on that one. I, the, I, the question, yeah, the question right now between. Uh, against and, and for uh, predators is is uh, we should have them at all and 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 I think we should have uh, for a around who say ecosystem. Yes, correct. Yeah, for a balance. A balance for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I look, if they weren't meant to be uh, there, they wouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in the same time, I, I can uh, I can understand that. That people suffering that have, uh, 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 what do you say, uh, farmers that have uh, yeah, animals. Yeah, it's and, their livelihood. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a difficult uh, question to to. Absolutely, mate. I mean, this this question is um, people have this discussion in every continent on the planet, almost. You know, I'm I'm pretty. Um, I know a lot about the uh, U.S. kind of situation with. Uh, the wolves over there, they were uh, pushed to extinction in, in particular areas. Like I think um, Yellowstone was um, completely... Yeah, uh, Yellowstone. Is, uh, and then they reintroduced them. Was that where they reintroduced them? There was a spot. Yes. Yeah, they wiped them out and then they decided that um, they really kind of need them back in there to keep the balance. So they, they reintroduced them. And, um, you know, to the to the average person, they probably can't understand why you're going to bring in a predator that might potentially attack them if they're bushwalking or something. But, um, you know, this this place is for, for us all, all to share, right? Yeah. I, I don't really know the, the big difference, but in, in the States and uh, in Alaska and, and uh, things like that, I, I think the wolves and, and the predators are... Uh, uh, overall, is it's quite a more maybe not aggressive, but I think they are more curious and not afraid of the humans. Right. Here, here in Sweden, we we don't have that problem. They don't attack humans, uh, mm. people at all. So I think it's it's quite hard to to uh, what what do you call it. Uh, it's not the same in here as yeah. In, it's hard to compare. Yeah, fair, yeah, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about my bad English. No, but, uh, mate. You, <laughs> it, no, it's fantastic. No, there's absolutely no problems there. Your English is far superior yeah. to my Swedish. Ah, you you speaking good Swedish. Thank you, sir. I will continue to practice. I should say, um, tack så mycket. Is that better? Oh, what's that? What does that mean? You're welcome. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I need to learn that one. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, I'm just checking my notes, Tom. Um, oh, I've got something. Hey, uh, yep. what's the story behind your pipe? I've seen you with a little pipe. Is that a special pipe? Well, this. 
Is that a pot? No, the pipe. Uh, smoking pipe. Smoking. Yeah, I, I have. I have a. I, I'm not a smoker. Uh, in, in Sweden, I know. In Sweden, uh, the most people do snooze. I know. Do you know snooze? I know yeah. very well. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm using uh, that stuff in in regular, but uh, sometimes I. What is it? Oh, okay. Tell so, so you tell me oh, if okay. I'm wrong, Thomas. But snooze is like yeah, yeah. it's like a almost like a pass a small piece of sort of like chewing tobacco, but you stick it up um, under your top lip, yeah, and it kind of sits up there by itself, um, just above the teeth, kind of thing, yeah. And people that have been doing it, um, I had a girlfriend, a Swedish girlfriend, a long, long time ago, Thomas, and she'd been doing it okay. so long that it was making a dent, like a making a, a kind of a hole in her, above her teeth. In her gums. Does that sound roughly a good description? Yeah, I think it's, it's a good, uh, it's, 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 it's tobacco that uh, uh, you put on your lip, uh, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, it, the, what's uh, the pipe for? Just you don't have to smoke it. Oh no, I think sometimes Thomas just likes to smoke a pipe. Is that right? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the pipe I I I have a couple of pipes, but sometimes and, and uh, mostly when I am up in in the mountains and hiking, I I, uh, I like to have my my pipe just for uh, what do you call it? Hmm. Relaxing. For yeah, yeah. It, it's uh it's a nice thing, nice thing to just uh, light your pipe and and, uh, and smoke it. I do so, like the smell uh, I'm not of doing pipes. It in, in regular basis, something. Mm. What do you say? I said I do like the smell of pipe smoke. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's it's hard to to describe, but it's it's something special with it, and in mm. in, in the right moment, it's I think it's quite a good. Well, yeah, nothing looks more authentic than and, and it's good on picture at, too. So. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. When yeah. you're you're sitting out there in the snow, just having a little puff, it looks great. <laughs> and if we're back at your pictures, mate, um, can you send us some Pilsner Kov? And can you <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about these sausages you are eating? Pilsner Kov. They, I've never tried one, so I looked it up. Can I tell you what they reckon's inside them? Do you know what's in them? <laughs> it says, um, it says, hang on, hang on, hang on, where am I? Yeah, Swedish pork and beef, water, cattle heart, cattle lung, potato flour, fat from pig, submucosal from pig, milk protein, blood protein from cattle, uh, spices and antioxidants. It sounds full on. It sounds like a, a big mix mash of uh, of of stuff. And yeah, yeah. Mu- is it tasty? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that that kind of sausage, uh, the pilsner corvis, is the best. Oh yeah, right. Sausage you can right. eat outdoors. It's it's a, it's a very common uh, outdoor uh, sausage. Is it awesome? Uh, but, but almost, almost every. Uh, sources in in, um, in Sweden have, have the that the ingredients Far out, that you yeah. just read up. Looks yeah. good. Looks good. I like the sound of that. 
Yeah, no, I saw you got a few I, comments. I, I never read that because it's, it's, uh, it sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> now you got a few comments of uh, everyone agrees that it's 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 awesome to take out in the bush. So, um, yeah, I, we'll have to get our hands on some and give it a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's had a, a special taste uh, if you compare with, with other sausages in, in Sweden, but uh, I think that is so common in, in the outdoors here is... Uh, no, my coffee is boiling over. Uh, it's because um, uh, uh, it's uh, quite easy to just open the can and then you put the can in the fire. Yeah, you don't right. have to do a, a oh, cool. sausage stick or uh, something. Yeah, right. Perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, I can see a photo of uh, um, the sticking out of a can. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Very oh. jealous. Get your hands on, on, on a can of Pilsner Corp, you, you should try it. Yeah, we will, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to keep an eye out for that. There has to be somewhere in Australia that imports that. We need to find yeah, it. Yeah. If we find it, we're going to take a photo, put it on our Instagram and tag you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't find it, I, I will send you some. All right. It's a deal. It's an absolute deal. Uh, and then if we can't, if you can't send it, we're just going to have to fly over there and sit out in the woods with you and taste it. Yeah. yeah. How's your coffee going, mate? Is everything okay there? Yeah, yeah. The coffee is uh, was just boiled. I, I, I leave my attention off it for seconds, and, but now it's fine. <laughs> That's good. That's good to hear. Hey, uh, something I've been... Um, I have a... Oh, a fascination for, uh, a fetish is probably a word for it. Um, I collect um, axes and axe heads and hatchets. And yes. I'm very, um, I, I like your hatchets and knives. And I did a little bit of research um, of that brand. Is that You're actually an ambassador for, um, is it Ayo or Eyo? Yeah, yeah, are you? I think it's a Norwegian. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I learned after I um went through the links. Uh, it looks like they make some beautiful, beautiful pieces of um, equipment there. Yeah, I, I, I like their uh, stuff. Uh, I, have, I have my favorites in, in there, in the product catalog, but uh, they, I, I like them and, and that's why I'm, Decided to. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't decide. They they asked me to be an ambassador, and I and I, uh, I go along with that. Yeah, mate. It, you you do a um, you do a fantastic service for them too. Um, of just dropping those um, dropping those items into photographs. They look fantastic, and uh, I mean, what's even better is I'm sure you use these knives and axes. Um, Every time you're out there, anyway, which makes it even more authentic. Yeah, that's but uh, uh, thing I, I always I would say to be I I get quite a what do you say quite a lot of uh, questions if I want to be an ambassador or uh, test products in the outdoors, and then I always say that. Uh, if I'm going to test some some products or, or be an ambassador, I uh, I have to 
to use the things myself. Is uh, I will not uh, stand there and take photo of some uh, mascara or <laughs> lipstick. Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it, it have to be things I I really have uh, use for myself, like knives and axes and and clothing and, and yeah. things like that and. Um, and uh, and uh, another thing is that uh, I have, uh, what do you say? The, the in uh, I lost the word again, but uh, for environmental uh, issues, yep. uh, they they have to have a good uh, policy. Oh, in, uh, I understand what you're saying and reputation. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, no, I, yeah. I totally get it. You're, you're, um, you know, you like them to have. Um, even I can't think of the English word for it. I think um, what you're oh, trying uh, to say is their, their their morals and their their ideas about the environment and stuff like that have to. Are you saying yeah, that yeah. they have to align exactly. with your own thoughts? Yeah, yeah, you're right. right that. Yeah, fantastic. Well, that's fair so, enough uh, as well. Yeah, if they're not, um, they're not chopping down uh, forests to use the timber for the handles and stuff like that. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, yeah. You don't have a uh, where's a palm oil in the. <laughs> it's it's the big discussion in Sweden about the the rainforest uh, harvings. Right. Right. Yeah, look, I think that that's popping up um, everywhere. We doesn't happen too much in Australia, does it, Craig? But every now and then they'll uh, try and open a new section for logging or something. And thankfully, they so far they tend to let, listen to the people, which is good. Mm. Oh, okay, that's good. In in Sweden, we have um, we have a lot of forest in Sweden, but but the Swedes. Uh, government and, and stuff like that uh, are not so careful about the, the woods. They don't uh, appreciate mm. the, the these old woods and, and yeah. uh, so the only places we have old old uh, living uh, woods is in, in uh, national parks and uh, reserves and, and uh, yeah. things like that. Otherwise, yeah. it's just young young trees so, uh, all over. Right, right. Yeah, we have designated areas where they'll uh, they'll just grow trees specifically for um, timber, and I don't have too much problem with that because they just grow in the same areas over and over again, uh, and it keeps them away from that old growth, as you say, which um, obviously is part of a much much more detailed ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. So, but in 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 Sweden here, we just this last couple of years they they have done more to to they have start new big uh, areas that is protected and and and, and the government, if you say they have, they have a goal that there is the uh, uh, areas pro, percent areas is is going to be protected to. To have a, because they they uh, now t- too late, actually. But uh, the the old forest uh, is quite all, all, um, what do you say important for for uh, absolutely even the, the ecosystem. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's good to hear that they're um, they're starting to do that. Um, I always kind of think that um, even though, and we talk to people from all all different countries, and I always think that one day I might want to go there, or my my boys might want to come and visit there, and um, I, I just want it still to be there, you know, because. I know we live in a different country, but at the same time, that nature should still be there for visitors. The same way that if you come to Australia, you you want to see the great, you might want to see the Great Barrier Reef and go diving. Yeah, yeah. But if just because it's on our coast, we destroy it because we don't care, then we've destroyed something that the rest of the world doesn't get to see. I think it's um, I think mm. it's pretty important think a bit outside of your own kind of backyard yeah it is and then um, uh, when we, we speak about the, this tourist attraction things uh, also that, that's uh, I, I i love it in in uh, especially in in, uh, in northern sweden in the mountains the the tour tourism from other countries is very big right uh, the, and it's getting bigger bigger for every year so right now we have I don't know if you know the, the King's Trail in Sweden I think I've heard of it but I, I'm not familiar with yeah. what it is it, it, it's a, a hiking path is, that goes almost through the the whole mountain chain in, in Sweden It's uh, I think it's 440 kilometers. I'm just um, looking it, at some images now of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's some serious mountains there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I, I, I love, I love the, that, uh, that areas. But uh, the, uh, the tourism has been very big in, in, uh, in the area, uh, in, uh, specific, specifically in, in some areas. Uh, with the, where, where we have Kebnekaise, the, the biggest mountain in Sweden, right, and uh, that's that's good for for Sweden in one way, but uh, but you see that the, it's uh, make an effect on on the, on the, yeah the the, the mountains the <clears throat> yeah. The, yeah that's understandable yeah yeah we've got some. So, We've got, uh, I guess we've only really got one really famous hike in Australia and I think they manage it really well. I think on all of the solid surfaces, they, the really solid rock and gravel, they, they leave it be, but on all of the surfaces that can be damaged, um, they put in these duck boards. So it's basically like long planks. Uh, that you walk yeah, yeah. on, yeah. So and that yeah, we, have a, we, we have that in in uh, up in the north too. Yeah, I can see a photo the, the ground, of some. The yeah. ground is getting hurt anyway. Hmm. So, what well, what's the place in Australia that's the it's, most? Well, it's my opinion, well, Craig. There, you couldn't think of any other, could you? Apart you from you talking overland. Yeah, it's called the overland track. Okay. In Tasmania. Takes about, well, you can do it in, 
five days or you can do it in seven days. Depends if you catch a ferry at the end. Uh, and oh, it's, okay. it's, you see, the funny thing is it, it's a separate um, island down the bottom of Australia. And because it's so low, it's a lot colder. And then all of the, um, the, the animals and the vegetation is quite different to what we experience here. So for me okay. personally, I've, I've been there twice and for me it feels like another country because everything's so much greener and uh, it, it's just completely different vegetation. So I, I love it. It's fantastic and I think that's what attracts a lot of people to it. Very spectacular mountain ranges. Not, nothing to the height that you have but, but definitely some beautiful landscape. Okay. What is it? Uh, uh, is it's uh, what is it local people, so Australian people that go there, or is it uh, a tourist attraction for? I'd say it's both. Under, under. Yeah, I'd say it's both. Like, um, I don't think many people in Australia haven't heard of it, and definitely a lot of Australians try to get down there if they're into hiking. But also, I guess there's not many people i know that are really into the the outdoors or hiking or things like that it's it's not a very large percentage say in comparison to um the u.s where lots and lots of people hike all the time it, it's an actual kind of recognized pastime there's not really that many people do it in australia oh, okay but I uh, definitely, I, when I did it, I ran into a lot of people from a lot of different countries when I was hiking that trail. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but, because I, when I do my stuff and I do my photo and, and uh, I, I follow and I have followers from, from uh, what say, all over the world. Yep. Uh, most, uh, almost. Uh, you kind of see that uh, this outdoor and hiking Living is is more common, and it's getting more common every every year. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's it's yeah. What do you say? Mm. Many people, many people to get out. Yeah, look, you said it. Uh, I mean, one of the things you said at the start of this this call was that you were, you know, you hope to motivate people to get outdoors, and I just think that's a fantastic attitude. It's something we share. Yeah, and then uh, as I said before, it's uh, my my that I doing this, yeah, of course for myself. But I I want I share my my pictures and and stories because I want to motivate people. But uh, in the same time, I want just not motivate people to go out, but also actually. Uh, get some, what do you say, knowledge about what it's like to be out and what you need to know to be out for. Because just, uh, yeah, in the in the last couple of years, uh, with with uh, uh, when the tourist is is uh, going up, and, and many people from other countries is getting to to Sweden and especially the mountains, uh, we have. Several people that that died, uh, oh, <laughs> sadly, in in, in, the, in the mountain because they they think 
that this uh, it's just an easy, walk in easy the park. place. Yeah, uh, say, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get you. Yeah, yeah. And we have that here. In, we have that in here. The too. Yeah, yeah. It looks pretty, and cool. uh, I, I think um, people don't understand. And Craig and I have been taught many, many lessons with our stupidity and um, you know not paying attention. And Mother Nature's come and you know kicked us in the us <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. several occasions and it p- puts you back in your place and you realize that uh, you really need to be on top of your game and, and like you say paying attention um, yeah so yeah the more people we can get out there I, I also think that um, you know going back to one of your other points the more people that are out there and the more of a connection that they have with the wilderness, any wilderness, doesn't matter where they are, the more that they're going to have a valid opinion on things that we've been talking about. Like they'll have, they, they can't have a valid opinion on, um, you know, people knocking down trees if they don't understand what it is that they're missing. They can't have a valid opinion on the wolf population in Sweden if they've never even seen or heard one or don't know anything about reindeer if you, if you know what I mean like if you don't have that connection yeah. you don't really have anything to base your judgment on mm. no no exactly and then, uh, and that's uh, I, I think it's when regardless what kind of, of outdoor influencer or, or what you can call it but you you have you have uh, uh, now I lost the word again but you you have to not just motivate people uh, uh, and, and uh, make them get out, get out you, you you even have to you have a responsibility to 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 tell them how how to act when they are out so educate as well uh, yeah and yeah yeah education yeah yeah you you don't have to be a survival specialist or or so but but if you if you're going out, you you have to 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 consider and, and uh, have some and realize that have some respect. Things can happen. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, uh, well, when I look through your Instagram, I guess something that I see in every single picture is a is a very deep respect. Like the, every picture of yours is respectful of the environment. Um, your equipment, your clothing, uh, you know, you just, you, you just look like you're one of those people that has respect for your gear. Um, and you can just tell it just reflects in everything you do that mm. even the, you know, you'll see a, a shot of your campsite and there's not stuff thrown everywhere. Like it's very methodical. And I think that's good for people to, to see that and, and understand that. Yes, and I and I try to uh, even uh, it's not just pictures <laughs> that, but uh, uh, here in my area in in in, uh, in my woods, if I can call it my woods, but uh, it, it's uh, almost every time I I'm out, I I meet some other people, uh, uh, hikers or they could be a family that's out with, with the kids uh, walking in the woods and and and. Uh, I feel that when when they meet me, even if it's a campsite or, or 
whatever is they get an impression of what I'm doing. Yes. So if I, if I am sitting there in, in my in my the camping chair and uh, what it is, and, and I have a littering all over, and, and uh, this this looks like a mess. Yeah. Uh, they they think it's maybe they think that's okay, or maybe they think that I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I I have to show the respect even. I totally get it. When I'm meeting people, yeah. Yeah, that that's very. But see, that's a, again, that's a very thoughtful way of projecting yourself and and giving the, uh, you know, people like ourselves that spend time in the wilderness. It kind of gives us a really good name, and uh, yeah, um, full credit to you for doing that. That's fantastic. Yeah, because you can you can say it like I say it like every people every. Person that that's out in the woods, uh, it, even if they not photographing or, or whatever they do, everybody is uh, uh, ambassador for uh, for nature or, or the wilderness. Yeah, uh, some people are bad ambassadors and, and some people are, are good ambassadors. But yeah, I like that, man. I've I've um. That's really got me thinking about a few things. I think that's fantastic. I definitely, uh, you know, Craig and I, I think we do a pretty good job of it. But um, I think, yeah, yeah, I think moving and and uh, conducting yourself like that—that's really cool, man. I, I hope our listeners um, really put some thought into that as well. That's a really good point. Mm, no, I love that message, and I love that uh, sort of respect I see coming through. That sort of dark, sort of uh, that that nature is very. Is, is more powerful than you in a lot of these photos, and I like that. Um, you don't have the yeah. you don't have sort of the creatures that like the snakes that can be so so dangerous. But your environment where you live is is quite hostile at times. I imagine it's uh, you know like you say, people die just from exposure out there and those mountains. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that, that's you can say it's the it's the big problem you have that that's. Uh, uh, people's uh, that not respect that or not have the mm. the knowledge about the environment mm. they're in. Yeah, it's, it, it's not the wolf that attacked them. It's, it's the it's the the hard wind or the or the yeah. the surprising uh, storm or. Sure. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, we we have similar situations here. Yeah. Um, always. Yeah. Always. It's always. Um, and as I said before, you know, being entirely honest, Craig and I have got us in situations by ourselves in situations by not paying attention. Um, but yeah, we learned from that. Thankfully, we didn't get kicked too hard, and we're still here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, is that your uh, your and your fiance's son that that is in some of the photographs? Uh, yeah, it's one of uh, we, we have uh, totally six children in the in the house. You wow. have six children. Oh wow! Yes, yes, <laughs> that's fantastic. So, some of them like the outdoors. Some of them do not. So uh, <laughs> that's why. That's why <laughs> some you kids see are some more on the My, that is just fantastic. Wait, um, Craig and I have three each, so we've got six between <laughs> us. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I do love I do love seeing their photographs pop up and just uh, I can't help feeling that they're getting some all of this fantastic kind of knowledge. And again, the way you conduct yourself is rubbing off on them. Respect, respect for the environment and uh, and each other, and and respect for things like knives and axes. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We try to we try to to teach them. As I say, some of them they they like to be out in nature, but but you have to drag them out. But when you get them out, they 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 they're hard to to take uh, take it home again so, mm. <laughs> uh, but but we, 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 but we try we try to to even motivate and, and uh, give them the right tools to to be out and respect uh, the nature and, and uh, i think it's going going uh, quite well they 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 have a good knowledge about what what to do and not to do in, in nature and how how to treat that's the outdoor fantastic. life yeah that's awesome my, uh, and, and in, uh, I, I don't know if you, if you know we have we have a privilege in, in in Sweden. I don't know if you have some kind of uh, that quite a thing in Australia, but we have something called Allemansrätten. Okay. So the, is the is the I don't know how how to translate it, but it's uh, uh, is is the right to move freely in in in, in nature. Oh uh, right! In, in Sweden, in Sweden, you 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 can move in nature wherever you want, even if it's a, a private land. Fantastic! You, you you can camp and you can make fires and, and wow. as long as you hmm. as long as you respect the yeah. So you, incredible! In in private lands, you're not allowed to camp more and 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 two day two days in in the same spot. Uh, for example, oh. and if you make a fire, you have to to clean it that it's look like you've never been there. And, and yep, leave so, no trace. Yeah, mm. well, that's yeah, so fantastic. It's, it's a very, very yeah, it's a very good privilege we have. And, that is and fascinating. Once, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, I would say it's one of the most important uh, uh, laws, if you can call it a law. Yeah, uh, we have in Sweden. Yeah, yeah, I like the way you it, said it was a privilege. That it, yeah. it certainly is. I'm very jealous. That sounds great. Yeah. Because in in uh, if you compare with, uh, I have never been in the states, but what I heard when I speak to followers and said, they they uh, if if they go wrong, they can be uh, almost uh, <laughs> shot at. <you> know? <laughs> oh yeah, in, yeah, in, for in, sure. Private, private forest or or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only rule here in 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 the Allemansrätten, as I say, this name is, is that you you're not allowed to go in in, in someone's backyard when when they have their their living. Yeah, fair enough. But too. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. But uh, you you have the right to to go through uh, uh, someone else's forest or or yeah. uh, through someone's road. It's okay, but but you have to show the respect. Yeah, that's incredible. That, to, the, to the to the owner. Yeah, that's incredible. I've I've um I mean I've heard of in the UK, they have the right to um, and I don't know the name for it either, but they have the right to pass through you know farmers' pastures and they just have to leave the gates how they found them, 
And so they basically, because uh, there's nowhere for them to hike for days and days because everything's so small and it's all farmland. But they're allowed to pass through all of these farmers' properties mm. and uh, just, you know, obviously respect on the way through. They're not allowed, I don't believe they're allowed to stay there, but they can pass through to get to another town where they can stop. And uh, so they'll, wow. they'll put down, you know, they'll go and do many, many days of hiking and link it up between towns or, or campgrounds, but they're allowed to pass through people's land, which I, th- I thought that was um, mm. pretty uh, incredible and, and respectful, but, but this is a uh, next level that you're talking about. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, th- I think we, we uh, I think Norway have, have a, a similar uh, rule. Uh, if you can call it a rule, but uh, it's quite a unique, uh, I think, uh, this uh, right, this right, right we have. Yeah, well, uh, we've had a um, one of our guests was um, his name was Oddbjorn. Uh, he's from Norway. He's a yep. photographer, mm. um, fantastic yep. landscape photographer, and we'll what, have to ask him. I beg your pardon. What, what's his name? You say? Uh, Odebjorn. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's got a. What was that? Yeah, keep, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> I'm just thinking if I if I recognize the name. So oh, okay. I, I interrupt. Oh no, that's Sorry. okay. No problems. Yeah, I'll. Um, yeah, we had we had a fantastic podcast with him, just talking about. Um, his landscape photography and he spends a lot of time um, in the mountains and one of his he's just kind of getting into so so he had the photography part first and then he was getting into kind of venturing further and further outdoors and you know when Craig and I spoke to him he was starting to get into overnight camping and just just gradually work his way into it but I'll have to ask him next time we're talking if uh, Hmm. Uh, what how that rule applies in Norway? Yeah, it gets you thinking. Yeah, I, mm. yeah. I, I think I think uh, I, if I'm not uh, wrong, but I think they have uh, quite a similar. It's, it's uh, almost identical with with our right to move freely. I think they have the same. Yeah, I love uh, it. I love the concept, and yeah. I think I think it takes a very it would take a very respectful uh, country to to even think of implementing that. So that's, um, I think that's something for uh, the rest of us to think about for sure. Yeah, yeah, but 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 when you have a, a, a rule or, or what you can call it uh, in in that way, it's all uh, in the same time. It's um, what do you say it again? Uh, uh, the people that's, that's are out of this, uh, they have to have more respect, uh, I think, and, and they have to know what not just their rights or, or exactly, uh, exactly. Even they have to to know what uh, how how to respect uh, that kind of, of uh, rule. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's the same with. Um, yeah, when I'm taking new people into the outdoors, I'm pretty clear about, um, you know, just just the ways of um, the ways of interacting with nature and uh, 
you know, if we're crossing a stream or something, for example, and there's uh, some rocks with um, moss all over them, or I'll kind of, you know, just briefly explain, let's not walk all over these rocks because it's taken a long, long, long time for them to get that way. It's just as easy, yeah, yeah. easy for us to move down a few meters and cross somewhere else. You know, just those little tiny, tiny little um, bits of respect. And, I, uh, you know, for the most part, I mean, every time I'm explaining stuff to people, they, they really uh, take it on board and think about it. And I hope that sticks with them um, every time they're in the outdoors. Yeah, and that's... Uh to, to get back to the to the bushcraft uh, thing, that's that's one of the things that I've not, as I said, I don't do much bushcraft things uh, in a hardcore way because I, I I just like it simple. But uh, also in, in Sweden, I don't know how it's the bushcraft uh, movement is in other countries, but in Sweden it's it's quite a uh, where you say uh, it, it's popular right now to 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 uh, exercise in bushcraft, uh, and and uh, uh, mo- most uh, many people right now is is into the bushcraft thing. Yeah, uh, and, and quite a hard and quite a hardcore. But but a problem with the bushcraft, I think, when I, when I see in Instagram and and Facebook and and uh, YouTube and it's uh, many people are so in 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 the bushcraft thing that uh, I don't think they are thinking about how, how they use the nature. Yeah. Uh, because it's uh, uh, bushcraft is a, it's a good survival is a good thing, and if if you can basic uh, things, it, that's uh, that's very good. But yeah, uh, it's it's you, a destruct- you don't need, it can be a destructive pastor. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to cut down a lot mm. of trees to to make a shelter when you're not in a survival. Yeah. Uh, in a survival situation, uh, you, just because it's for most people, it's just because it's fun. That's right. And and the big uh, they're doing shelters and they're oh yeah everything uh, they do, but but it's just for fun. Yeah. Uh, not not for because they need it. Yeah, so, I hundred percent uh, agree with that. You you're very. Um, you raise a good point there where, again, I, I think bushcraft um, is interesting and, as you say, there's some great skills and it's a nice hobby. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that there's some consideration there about if you're lopping mm. branches off a tree purely for the purposes of of doing something that you don't really need to do, then probably needs to be yeah. reevaluated a little bit. Yeah, it's like uh, I can just say to myself. But when I go out and I do my my simple like today, uh, just light a fire and, and make some coffee, and I I take wood the woods I I carry from from my home. Oh, fantastic! And, and, I, and I light and, and I light the, the the fire in the simplest way with with a match and and, and some paper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it, it, even if it, it's fun to 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 make uh, make it from from basic but uh, it's not necessary yeah and it, and it totally takes time understand. it takes time and i want my coffee faster <laughs> you got your priorities 
That's a yeah. fair call. Hey, uh, Thomas, do you mind if I ask you about um, the tattoos that you have? Yes. Just ask. <laughs> um, it was actually something. That, which one? Uh, not so much which one, but just just in general. I was looking at a post uh, quite some time back now. I'm just trying to find it. And, oh, here it is. And you actually you, you mentioned the Sami people, or you mentioned the Sami gods, yeah. And uh, you yeah, also yeah. mentioned that that some of these tattoos are um, for are, are a form of protection, or or are they some um, representation of of the Nordic gods, or how does that sort of work? Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm. Uh one of the people in Sweden that's uh, what do you call it? Believe or, or I will not say a religion, but uh, I, I believe and I think is quite a, a nice story. That the Nordic uh, God story. Uh, yeah, they are beautiful stories. You, you call, yeah, you you say most people say Nordic uh, mythology, but uh, but uh, nowadays is actually a Back in Sweden, as as uh, as a, a kind of religion, so hmm. and uh, I, I I'm into that. I I, uh, I I don't want to call it a believer in that way, but I I I like the the stories behind it, the the, the saga. Yeah, yeah look, I, and, and, I love the saga. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it's the best sagas you can you can read for your children in nighttime, in bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> I went I went to a, a a live um, presentation um, in in the city near where we live, and there was a a Swedish guy and a and an Australian reporter who had travelled over to Sweden, and uh, they went through um, oh many of the sagas for a couple of hours and. And read read parts of the sagas and explained them, and it was absolutely fascinating. Evening it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 cool and it's fascinating, as you say, and then interesting. Uh, but uh, the the tattoos you, you uh, speaking about is uh, is for the uh, one is for as you say protection. Yep, uh, it's. Uh, in oh no, it's uh, a deer is uh, barking at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what type of deer do you have there? Uh, I don't know what to call them in English. Actually, it's, it's the most common uh, deer. Is it a red deer? Uh, I don't. I don't know the English word for it. Yeah, actually. I'm gonna have a look. I'm just gonna Google it. Um, yeah, Swedish. I, I think they, I, I think they call it deer. We have, we have a lot of uh, deer, but oh, cool. this is the most. Oh yeah, that's a red deer you've got there by the looks of it. Yeah, we've got those deer here as well. Oh, a, oh okay. Um, and then. I'm up. I'm up in a hill, on the hill right now, and it's standing maybe 50 meters down right now, and, and barking at me. 
First, um, I, I, I don't know if you hear him. I, I heard something. Mm, I did too. Yeah, you've got Red Deer. Yeah. And you've also got Fallow Deer, I believe. So Red Deer have got quite spiky um, antlers. Is that what you look? Is it a is it a buck or is it a female? Uh, I don't I don't see that from here. Oh, if okay. You, you just heard it, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I, def- I see, I see the, the back of deer, but I don't see if he got horns or if he is a female. Awesome. Yeah, it says here that you um have red deer, fallow deer, reindeer. Oh, you've got moose or an elk. Is that correct? Yeah, we got moose. Oh, wow. I, I have, I have, I have a moose from the, the in this area where, where I'm right now. I call him Kent. <laughs> uh, he, he's a, a dumb moose that that always uh, sleeping in in uh, in the forest here. So I, I I used to meet him when I go home or when I go out. Wow, nice. Uh, so, uh, That's fantastic. We hate to each other. Uh, I do have a. I am. I'm really fascinated with deer, but I'm. I'm more fascinated with uh, moose and elk. Of just uh, that's something I want to yeah. see. I've seen deer in Australia, and that that's just a beautiful thing to to be able to sit and observe them. But I can't wait to get somewhere that has moose and elk. Mm. Uh, the deer is, is quite a common here in, in this forest. Uh, elk, we, we have elks, but uh, not as much in this area. Mm. And they, they are fascinating animals. They yeah. Are. Yeah, they, they certainly are. Oh, no. Yeah. Now we get uh, top, uh, off topic there. <laughs> <We get> that <laughs> hey, that's deer. all good. That's all good. <laughs> yeah. um, that's, 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 r- that's right on. <laughs> it's right on topic. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, sorry, I, 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 the deer was barking at you, but you were in the middle of explaining the tattoos for protection. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, I, these two I have on my chest. One is for protection, and, yep. and the Vikings in uh, in the old days uh, uh, think that that symbol was uh, protection in life and protection in in the battlefield. Yep. And, and for me, uh, for me, it's uh, yeah, always protection in life, but but even protection for when I'm out yeah. in the wild vessel or something like that. Uh, and and the other under symbol is is uh, a compass, right? A symbol that uh, will guide you like in life or or, or something uh, like that. Uh, it that's that's the the fun thing, but. By the Vikings symbols and, and, and the God symbols, that's you you you're allowed to make your own uh, what do you say? Uh, the design. I don't know the, the word. Yeah, yeah. So you you can. Uh, I I can decide what it means to me. It's oh, your own like, interpretation. In other, in other yeah. religions, you 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 have to follow the the book. <laughs> right, uh, right. And so, um, but it. it is that something? Is, uh, is that uh, is that modern or is that old um, writing across your shoulders and your neck? Uh, 
which uh, the 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 text or the text yeah it looks yeah. like uh, it looks ancient? like words looks like old words yeah it, yeah it, it's uh, it's uh, on the uh, i don't know where the english word rune did, did you say gift we say okay cool. no i'm not sure. runes also if, if you mean the, the text on, on yeah i do mean the text yeah, yeah. How, we've yeah. got a word in yeah. english that is runes so maybe it's a similar yeah, thing. I think I think it's called runes in in, in old old uh, ancient runes, and uh, it's a it's uh, the children uh, name I have right in there. All right, well, that's cool. In in uh, old Viking uh, style. Uh, oh, did you say the chi- uh, children's uh, names? Yeah, my children's names. Oh, your children's uh, names. Oh, that's oh, fantastic. Cool. <laughs> That's cool. So, so it's a, the, it's, a, it's quite a symbolic. Uh, so yeah. uh, the, the symbols will protect them and, and guide them too. Yeah, uh, it's the idea of it. <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah, I totally get it. And I mean, it's a whole another discussion. But I think um, I think it doesn't matter what. I think faith is something that you use it. A lot of people interpret it a different way. I don't, I don't see um, any problem with with people interpreting something, and I, and I like the I like the way you say that it's a bit of an open book. You can write your own kind of meanings, um, but if that's yeah. something that 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 makes you feel stronger or or you can draw power from, then um, it, it's great. Like it, we've all got our lucky charms or things we do or say. Or something we wear, or in your case, you've got the tattoos, and um, yeah, it's cool. I like it. Yeah, and and I, I think it's. Uh, uh, I think people have to have something to uh, what do you say believe in or or pray to or what even if it's uh, uh, the, the Nordic gods or if the if the regular god or also. Yep. Uh, something. Something. Uh, I think. Believe. People have to believe in. Uh, in something. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, hmm. uh, it, it's. Uh, and I use it for. Uh, especially when I'm up uh, in the mountains hiking. Uh, I, I have my my necklace with 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 uh, some some of my necklace uh, with uh, the Thor's hammer. Mjolnir or oh yeah, and and I, and I I'm not a hardcore believer, but but I feel it, it cannot harm me to 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 beg for for good weather or or uh, or luck when I'm out. No, uh, not at all. So, and, and when when it's hard times, when when the storm is coming or or uh, something like that, uh, yeah, you you have nothing to lose to to. To beg for something. Yeah, yeah. Our, our last uh, the last episode we recorded was about um, adversity, and when we talked a lot about fortitude and and mental stamina and all of those sorts of things. And I think it's a mm. it's um it's another way of um, kind of developing that mental strength. And as yep. you say, it, it doesn't really matter how you manifest it, but if it's helping you out there, it can't hurt, like you say. Yeah, no, no. So it can give you, it can give you hope for the, for the for the moment. Yeah. And 
that's that's good. I, uh, the, it's not a matter, of, I think, which religion religion you you prefer to or or what kind of, of thing you you uh, ask f- for help of, but, but uh, something always. It can be a, a, a tree. <laughs> you can <laughs> so, some some god that doesn't exist uh, your your own uh, creation, yeah. but yeah. something. Yeah, I, I lived in in Japan for uh, a year and a half, many years ago, and um, they have two two main religions there. But uh, one's very respectful of nature, and um, and I like that. I don't have a problem with that at all. Like, what what harm can be done from uh, uh, someone who believes that you need to respect nature? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Fantastic. So, but I, but I have uh, the the tattoos on my chest, the 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 Viking or the the, the Nordic gods tattoo, what you want to call it. But mm. I also have I don't think I have any picture on that, but I have uh, on my whole back. Uh, I have I have the the Christian religion too. So. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I have the cross, and and I have uh, I don't know what they call it in English, but the 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 gods, the right. gods prayer. Oh yeah, the, uh, the Lord's Prayer. That's the Lord's Prayer, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I have it from all that. So, and, and and people ask me, it's like, well, well, you have, you can, you cannot have two, two places. <laughs> I can have, I can have uh, how many I want. <laughs> yeah. If not, if not uh, if one one God not decides to help me, then maybe the other can do it. Hey, you never. You're covering all the bases. That's good thinking. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's that's interesting you say that, Thomas, because I was reading a book recently about a um, tribe in um, in the canyons of Mexico, and they're called um, Tara Umara, and um, they actually have um, some quite uh, kind of interesting views on 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 the way they respect things. But another another book I was reading as well was talking about um, the uh, the native tribes of the Amazon, and something yeah. something really interesting uh, was when uh, it was actually a book about David Attenborough. Are you pr- um, familiar with him? Yeah, I've, uh, I've heard of him. And yeah, I know know who he is. Yeah, so it, he's. He went to one particular village and they said, oh, we're this religion. And he said, okay, no problems. But then they, um, in that religion, they weren't allowed to um, kill animals and eat meat. And then the next day he saw them kill an animal and eat meat. And he said, hang on a second. I thought you said that was your religion. And they said, oh, yeah. But we're also um, this other religion, which says you're allowed to kill animals and eat meat. <laughs> so they're just kind yeah. of they're just picking the best bits of uh, what they liked best out of the religions. <laughs> yeah, sounds, yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it sounds good too. So yeah, <laughs> well, I think at the end of the day, if it's all um, if it's all based around. Uh, that their respect and and uh, your love of nature, then it's all good. Yeah, yeah, but 
religion and stuff like that is, is always hard to, to talk about for, because uh, it's, it's quite easy to defend people. Absolutely, uh, that's, yeah. If I call them uh, hardcore <laughs> uh, believers yeah. in something. But, but uh, I, I think uh, in, my, in my way, uh, I, I'm quite a uh, layback in, in the religion thing. I, I, I believe in the, in the Nordic gods and I believe in even the, in all gods that uh, exist, if you, exist, if you, you can say so. But yeah. uh, I, I, like, like I said, I, I, when, when I'm a, up in north, I, I respect the, the natives' uh, yeah. gods and, and their religion. Not, not maybe necessarily the gods, but I, I respect yes. their beliefs. I understand. And... and uh, and uh, oh, if I, in another country, I, I will respect their gods because yeah, if my I, gods exist for me, for yes. me the, their gods exist for them. So yeah, that's a positive approach. I also like the idea of when you're um, in their area, you respect their gods. I think that's a good philosophy. Because hmm. yeah, and it cannot they cannot make me. Uh, some harm to to respect uh, other gods it's because i'm not as i say i'm not a hardcore believer yeah some some well, some people in in sweden we don't uh, we don't uh, sweden is not so religious country we, we are christian in the in in the basic ground but people don't go to church search search no <laughs> church uh, and uh and they're not so into the, even if they say they are a Christian, but they're not. They're not praying every day, and not. Yeah, I understand. Uh, it's a little bit more I think relaxed. Sweden, Sweden is, yeah, it's, it's more laid back and relaxed in, in Sweden. Uh, but then with the immigrants and we have Muslim uh, things, they 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 are a little bit more hardcore, and, and it's it's quite easy to defend if you're not. Uh, yeah, pe- yeah, that's right. Pe- I think, yeah, I, I think um, I personally I find it an absolutely fascinating topic. Um, I I like talking to anybody about it because um, it's I prefer to I prefer to travel with my eyes open and uh, take it as much as I can, and rather than you know with my eyes closed and take offense to something that I've never heard before. No. Mm. No. I'm uh, just uh, the the deer is coming coming closer here also. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, 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 don't think, I don't think it's me here barking at it's something else, so I don't think he's have seen me yet. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably yeah. 'cause you're just uh, being being quiet and talking on the phone. <laughs> he, he he will notice me soon when I when he gets Closer. Uh, That's awesome. But, but to, to get back to the to the religion thing, I just to to wrap it up. I'm I'm uh, I'm my my beliefs. I use uh, almost just in 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 nature uh, when I'm out. Uh, I don't I don't practice it at home or, yeah. or something like that. It it is a it's a tool for me when I when I'm out uh, out on on a hike or, or something. Yeah. 
Cool. And uh, if if they don't want to help me, I will not get defended. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> Lucky you know how to look after yourself as well. That's a that's a backup. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a backup. If I get help, I'll get help. <laughs> uh, that's cool, mate. I, I like that. Thanks for going into that conversation with us. Yeah. Um, I've got. Uh, I've only really got one more question, but um, I was wondering. I I do. I'm very jealous, or I admire a lot of the gear that that you've got. Um, some of the brands that I respect, you also use and um i just wondered uh overall if you if you think about all of your gear so this will be a tough question i was wondering what yeah, your yeah. your three favorite pieces of gear are is that too hard oh no no it's <laughs> i think i uh, the, the first the first gear i i i that pop up in my head is is uh, I always have the the knife with me. Yeah. So some 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 kind of knife and and uh, I, I I have my favorite knife and but the uh, knife a good knife is is uh, basic I think in, in uh, both uh, survival and uh, and uh, actually a good tool to have when you're outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. I love but your. I, uh, I heard I, 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 there's a quote you've put on Instagram: yeah. "A blunt blade is more dangerous than a sharp one." That's cool. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, a knife can be the the best tool you have, but it's if you not can hand, if you can't handle it, it, it can be uh, dangerous too. So yeah, they they bite. And that's why that's that's why I, I think it's uh, that. That I speak earlier, the people is getting out more and 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 uh, uh, what do you call called uh, regular uh, yeah. people that want to try outdoor life. They 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 have have a, a old Mora Mora knife. Yeah, I Mora. You know Mora. yeah, I love yeah. Mora. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and, and they go out, but but they are not uh, familiar by how to to use a knife and and that. Then when they get injured and, and uh, do stupid things with a knife, that's correct. So, but it's it's not uh, what do you say? It's not a science uh, thing either. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, if you point the sharp bit at your body, you'll get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but fortunately. Some people don't see it that way. So. <laughs> no, that's true. All right. So number one but, but, is the knife. Yeah, the, the, the knife. Yes, and and um, just give. Oh, I can hear that deer. Are you hear it? I heard it then. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's still barking. Yeah, he's but going not, not crazy. It, yeah, yeah. He's been, since, since I first heard him, he's barking all the time. I don't know what he's barking about. There's something that disturbs him. In yeah, the maybe he can smell your scent. Yeah, maybe. The or, coffee, or the coffee, mate. 
I think it's Kent the Moose that uh, is bothering him. Oh, Kent the Moose. Oh, he's <laughs> getting around. The Moose, yeah. Stirring people up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Uh, oh, to get back to the second. It, it depends a little bit of... In my, in my regular, just like today, when I'm just out, is, is the knife and is... Uh, uh, I would say that the... the the clothing uh, in, yeah. in in all in the whole. Uh, now we, we have winters, uh, as we said, and, and uh, uh, I, I I respect and I love my my uh, uh, was it wool underwear. Yeah, my yeah. my. Uh, uh, Is so, it? But, um, but the do you have a, a like a a, a wool? Um, Underlayer is it? Is that kind of what it is? Yeah, yeah. Underlayer, yes. Yeah, uh, merino. yeah, merino. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, we uh, we're actually. I have it on. You have it all. Oh, you have yeah. it on now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. When I I have it on, and uh, I have I have the uh, even in the summer I have the, uh, uh, that on me. Yeah, well, it's it's only twenty <laughs> degrees in summer, so I would too. <laughs> 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 but 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 twenty degrees in Sweden that, that, that's like uh, being in in a pizza <laughs> yeah for worse <laughs> Sweden <laughs> yeah it's, it's hot yeah I, 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 uh, people always write about it and and uh, um, and uh, telling about how how important the the, the wool. Yeah, coding is, but I, I think it's. Uh, I, I have not found anything that's more, more better. Uh, no than, way. Than the Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's it's protecting from the cold and it's protecting when you get wet and it's, it's yeah. Uh, it's the best. And, and the most important, most important, you can hike for a week and it's not smell like <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. the socks i've got uh well we've both got we're we're actually um our podcast is sponsored by uh an australian merino wool company mm. and okay yes yeah and they um supply us with socks and um t-shirts and i've got some long pants as well and you're right you you walk in those socks for you know five six days and as long as you just hang them out of an evening and uh, I keep a clean pair in my backpack f to go in my sleeping bag and then I put the dirty ones yeah. on every day to walk in and they don't stink. It just doesn't smell. It's the most amazing oh. material in the world. Yeah, yeah. That's, and it's wood and, and, uh, and that's, uh, I don't know how... How long that's been, but but the bamboo is, clothing is, is yeah. have the same. Yes, I uh, agree. Yeah, it's not as it's not as good as wool, maybe, but but the smell uh, part is is the same. I think. Yeah, I, I agree <laughs> on both counts. Not not quite as good as wool. Certainly doesn't last as long. It tends to, or at least my oh. experience is, it's not as strong as mm. wool. But but yeah, it definitely doesn't stink either. No, no. no. But as you say, it's not. It's not the, the quality is not the same on on bamboo. As, uh, uh, last time I was uh, last year I was up uh, hiking. I, I have a bamboo boxer uh, yep. underwear. Yep. And after uh, after two days, 
it looked like a, a, a rat has eaten on <laughs> everywhere. On. It was small uh, holes oh, everywhere. Tiny holes, yeah. Yeah, I've had a similar yeah, experience. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So, but, uh, but to get back to the... the uh, yeah. Uh, Overall, clothing is uh, when I'm out at this uh, regular basis. Uh, is a poor thing that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Because because I sit I sit still a lot and I, I don't move. Uh, yeah. I don't hike. Yeah. In, in that way, I, I do in the mountains and and uh, I don't want to get cold and I don't want to get uh, mm. in other way frozen. Yeah. Uh, so uh, fair yeah. enough. Oh, and uh, oh, a third uh, third thing is uh, that I have out in this regular is is my uh, uh, yeah of course my camera but uh, that's oh, not that's uh, interesting. Oh, that's, yeah, but you can count my, that. That's interesting. That can be. Um, yeah, you can have four then if you like, because that's an interesting one. Okay, I would take four. <laughs> I take camera and the, my binoculars. Do you say binoculars? Oh, binoculars. My, my spotting, yeah, binoculars. Yeah, right. Oh, that's, that's interesting. That's I wasn't expecting it's, that. It's because I, okay, no. But I, I think in, in my regular, when I go out just for a couple of hours or a day uh, like this, I, uh, I'm... Uh, People say when I speak to them, it's a luxury. Yeah, I, I don't think so much. But the weight in my backpack, or or if I carry the woods from home in in a bag, or like that, I, I'm uh, uh, I take with me stuff that's that's fun. Uh, yeah, I and, see. Uh, and and to sit to sit with a spotting scope or, or uh, binoculars. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it's quite a nice to, to 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 see the surroundings. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's um, a good spotting scope is, is a real pleasure. I, I don't think people, um, if somebody's used binoculars and never knew you never used a spotting scope, they can't really understand the difference. But when you've looked through a good spotting scope on a tripod, it's a, it's a real pleasure to watch um, wildlife. Yeah. yeah. When I'm uh, when I'm in, in the mountains to 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 tracking uh, bears, uh, I always have the, the spotting scope. It, it's uh, it's a must to have a spotting yeah. scope. Uh, but but you have you see things that you should never see if you don't have a, a spotting scope. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, yeah. I I have sit in my in my in my uh, little camping chair in the mountains and I. Uh, just watching the surroundings, and 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 uh, f after after two hours, perhaps uh, that that small rock that's uh, laying down in on the mountains, suddenly you, you think it's starting to move, and yeah. you and you put up your uh, spotting scope, and and for two hours you have, you have watch a uh, wolverine, but you don't yes. you don't uh, know it. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. I've had similar experiences. You're you're 100 percent right. Mm. Oh, that's that's so, cool. Uh, so that that uh, if if you're just going out to the woods, uh, I think uh, some kind of of uh, spotting scope or, or uh, binoculars or 
that kind of thing is, is uh, uh, quite a funny thing to have. Yeah. And, uh, it can give you good uh, experience. You can watch uh, even if it's uh, small birds in the... Yeah, uh, yeah, that's you, right. You, you have, you see it from another, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, perspective. perspective. Yeah, correct. Mm, yeah. yeah, my both of my sons, or my two eldest sons, got uh, binoculars for their birthday uh, last year, which is um, within four weeks of each other. So, as soon as they both had binoculars, they were off around the garden and in the woods and when we go hiking they always carry them and uh yeah they, yeah, love, yeah, they it, love it they love it yeah my it's the same here the kids love to to have the scope with them and, and uh, also we have uh, for, for the kids you know another thing but it's uh what do you say uh, walkie talkies yes my boys have got them too <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and, and uh, it's perfect because I can have contact with them. They can go out in the woods, and yeah. and, uh, and I and I know I get reach of them, and and they have fun with it. So that's that's a tip for 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 people that have children in the woods. For parents with six children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have to you have to have some connection with them and spread out in the woods. Yeah, that's a great tip. I like that. Now, my boys, uh, my boys have a set. Of two ways, yeah, walkie-talkies, and I've got a, a set as well. So between all of us, we can um, we can all communicate when we're hmm. um, when we're hiking. It's great. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we we have uh, actually use it when we uh, when we up in the in the mountains with with the we have uh, when we're hiking with, with the kids in the mountains. Yep, it's it's uh, a perfect uh, tool to have to uh, for. Uh, some some kids are are taking it easy, and some of the kids want to to uh, almost run through the through the mountains. But, and <laughs> but then you have have the connection all the time, and, and yeah. you don't have to worry that that they are lost or or uh, they can they can tell you I I stopped to take a, take a, a rest now. So yeah, then you know oh, it's, a, it's a good tool. It's just not funny. It's a it's a good tool. Yeah, it is good. I was. Uh, I thought you might mention your that wooden mug, your wooden coffee mug, as one of your three. I wasn't sure if that would be one of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when when you asked me the question, I, I my first thought was knife and and my coffee gear. <laughs> yeah. But I think. <laughs> but but I, I think I I don't know. I, I would would maybe. So I without my coffee. So, but uh, my my wood wooden uh, cup is uh, and and my my little coffee pot is it's one of the gear that always are with me. It's always even with if you. I am in the mountain or in the woods. Yeah. And is that um, um I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right again. Is it a a u or e u? Is that mug? Yeah. That uh, same. How do you say it? Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you. It's from uh, it's from then uh, that company. Yes. Yeah, because I saw the logo on the bottom in one in one photograph. It's a beautiful, ah, beautiful yeah. mug. I, absolutely beautiful work. Yeah, I, I I love this kind of. I have I have a couple of home uh, from from other fabrics too. But uh, I I love that uh, that kind of of cup. Yeah, it's, it's it suits you, mate. It's perfect for everything you do. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Uh, 
Fantastic finally getting um, finally getting together and, and having the chat that we've wanted to have for a while. Yeah. Um, and uh, answering all those questions that we uh, kept throwing at you. You've done a great job. <laughs> I, I, ho- I hope you, you understand the, a little bit of what I was speaking about. Oh, no. We got it. It's all good. We got uh, it. We, we, um, right. the, what, what shines through is your... Is there respect for the environment and, and your love of the outdoors? And uh, I think that's uh, everyone's gonna gonna get that out of the podcast. I, I guarantee that. Yeah. Yeah, very good. So, and the most the most important thing that's the you, you have to try the the pilsner corp. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got that. We got that. We'll put that on our list. So, um, again, I'll say um, tux or Mickey. And I will also say, um, here's another one for you. Horav day, horav day, is that okay? Horav day. Um, stay in touch. What? Ah, yeah, we 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 heard all us. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, I had that written down as horav day day or something like that. Yeah, we 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 heard of us and we hush. Okay, it's the, the Swedish. Yeah, right. uh, it's almost almost. Ah, uh, was that no? Did I just say Norwegian then? No. No, no. I think I think it was Swinglish. 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 Yes. <laughs> I, I think I think he's picking on me. <laughs> Swinglish. Uh, and I was going to say Min Brewer at the end. But I missed. Yeah. <laughs> um, Craig, Craig doesn't know what we're talking about because we're so fluent and comfortable in your language. He has no idea what we're saying. Um, yeah, sorry, Craig. We're just having a conversation here. I'm just, it's just, just, just explaining to Thomas that. Uh, Craig, can you can you use uh, Google Translate if you want? No. <laughs> no. Well, that's all I did. No. Uh, I said thank you so much, and then I tried to say stay in touch, my brother. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good Wait, one. 
Really, really, really appreciate your time. I know we've taken a piece out of your day, um, but um, say hi to Kent for us. Yeah. <laughs> and no, uh, it's, getting, it's getting dark here, so I have to pack my things and, and go home. Ah, perfect. Perfect timing then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Honestly, mate, I can't thank you enough for your time. Um, we'll keep in touch and, and keep those fantastic photos coming. Yeah, thank you and, and uh, thank you for, for calling Sweden. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Take care, mate. Yeah, take care. See Bye. you later. See ya. Bye-bye. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, we'd really appreciate your ratings and comments if you can spare the time. If you'd like to know more about Hike or Die TV and keep track of our adventures around Australia, make sure you drop by hikeordie.com. That's where you'll find all the information you'll need to follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or Pinterest. As always, we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening.